Remember, history lives on through the stories we tell. I'm Peter, and this is Who Died Today, the podcast that explores the lives of famous individuals on the day they passed away. Today we're celebrating the life of Walt Disney, a pioneer of the American animation industry and a cultural icon known for his enduring impact on entertainment. As the co-founder of the Walt Disney Company, Disney was an innovative animator, entrepreneur, and visionary who brought us beloved characters and created magical theme parks that continue to enchant millions worldwide. Today marks the 58th anniversary of his passing, so without any further ado, let's delve into the imaginative world and legacy of Walt Disney. Part 1 Humble Beginnings and Early Inspirations, 1901-1923 Walter Elias Disney was born on December 5, 1901 in Chicago, Illinois to Elias and Flora Call Disney. He was the fourth of five children in a family of German, Irish, and English descent. The Disney family moved to Marceline, Missouri when Walt was four years old. This idyllic small town setting left a profound and lasting impression on young Walt, and Marceline, with its quaint main street and vibrant rural landscapes, would later serve as the inspiration for Main Street USA in Disneyland. Walt's early life was marked by creativity and imagination. He took an interest in drawing and painting from a young age. He often used the farm animals and surrounding nature as his subjects. He would sell his sketches and drawings to neighbors and family friends, showing early entrepreneurial instincts. His inclination towards entertainment and storytelling was also evident in his impromptu performances at local talent shows and school plays. In 1911, the Disney family relocated to Kansas City, where Walt's father purchased a newspaper delivery route. Walt helped with the delivery rounds, but his heart remained in art. He attended Benton Grammar School, where he met Walter Pfeiffer, who introduced him to the world of vaudeville and motion pictures. These experiences further fueled Walt's passion for storytelling and the entertainment industry. Walt attended McKinley High School in Chicago and took night courses at the Chicago Art Institute, honing his artistic skills. However, his formal education was interrupted by World War I. Too young to enlist in the military, Walt joined the Red Cross in 1918 and was sent to France, where he drove an ambulance decorated with his cartoons. Upon his return from France in 1919, Walt moved back to Kansas City, intent on pursuing a career in art. He found work as a commercial illustrator, and this is where he met Uwe Works, a talented artist who would become a longtime collaborator and friend. Together, they experimented with animation and filmmaking, laying the groundwork for what would eventually become the Disney Brothers Studio. Walt's early life was characterized by a mix of rural simplicity, creative exploration, and an unyielding drive towards artistic expression. These formative years set the stage for his future successes, embedding him a deep appreciation for Americana, storytelling, and an innovation that would define his career and legacy. Part 2 Creating Mickey Mouse and the Birth of an Empire, 1923 to 1937. In 1923, Walt Disney, with the support and partnership of his brother Roy, made the bold leap to Hollywood, California. Here, they established what would eventually become the Disney Brothers Studio. Walt's initial projects included the Alice Comedies, a series that combined live action with animation featuring a young girl in an animated world. 
Although moderately successful, these early works were just a prelude to a groundbreaking creation that would change the entertainment industry forever. The year 1928 marked a pivotal moment in Disney's career, with the creation of Mickey Mouse. The idea for Mickey, a charismatic and optimistic character, came to Walt during a train ride. But by works, Walt's friend and business partner helped refine the character's design. Mickey made his debut in Steamboat Willie, notable for being one of the first cartoons with synchronized sound. This innovative blend of animation and sound revolutionized the field and made Mickey Mouse an instant hit, symbolizing hope and joy during the Great Depression. The success of Mickey Mouse led to a series of cartoons featuring the characters and his friends, including Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Goofy, and Pluto. This period saw the Disney studio pioneering new animation techniques like Technicolor in Flowers and Trees in 1932, which further enhanced the storytelling experience. In a bold move, Walt Disney decided to create a full-length animated feature, something many in the industry thought was impossible. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, released in 1937, took three years to complete and was a massive undertaking for the studio. The film's success, both critically and financially, was overwhelming. It showcased Disney's mastery of storytelling and animation, setting a new standard for the industry. Snow White earned an honorary Academy Award and laid the financial foundation for the expansion of the Disney empire. This period was not without its challenges, though. As the studio grew, so did the pressures and demands of running a large-scale animation operation. In 1935, Walt implemented a strict training program for his animators bringing in artists from outside the studio to teach advanced techniques. This move was part of Walt's relentless pursuit of perfection and his desire to continuously push the boundaries of what animation could achieve. By the end of this chapter of his life, Walt Disney had not only created a cultural icon in Mickey Mouse, but had also established a robust and innovative studio that would redefine entertainment. Snow White marked the dawn of the golden age of animation, with Disney at its helm. The studio's success under Walt's guidance was a testament to his vision, creativity, and unwavering dedication to storytelling. Part 3. Expanding Horizons and World War II Impact, 1938-1954 Following the success of Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, the late 1930s and 40s became a period of both triumph and challenge for Walt Disney and his studio. This era saw the creation of several iconic films that further solidified Disney's reputation in the world of animation. However, it was also a time when the studio faced significant obstacles, including financial strains and the impact of World War II on the entertainment industry. The immediate years after Snow White witnessed the release of a series of successful animated features. Pinocchio in 1940, with its technical brilliance and compelling story, set new standards in animation. Fantasia, also in 1940, an experimental film combining classical music and animation, was a bold departure from traditional storytelling, showcasing Disney's willingness to innovate and take risk. This was followed by Dumbo in 1941, a heartwarming tale with a simpler style, and Bambi in 1942, notable for its realistic animation of animals and emotional depth. However, the onset of World War II presented significant challenges. The European market, crucial for Disney's international revenue, was cut off. The studio faced financial difficulties and was compelled to shift its focus. 
During the war years, Disney produced propaganda films, training videos for the military, and public service announcements, contributing to the war effort. This pivot helped to keep the studio afloat, but also marked a temporary departure from the kind of storytelling that had made Disney famous. The post-war years were a time of recovery and transition for Walt Disney Studios. Walt Disney recognized the need to diversify and began exploring other mediums. In 1948, the studio ventured into live-action films with Treasure Island, and in 1950, Disney released Cinderella, which was critical and commercially successful, reviving the studio's fortunes in animated feature films. Alice in Wonderland in 1951 and Peter Pan in 1953 followed, adding to the studio's growing list of classics. In addition to the films, Walt Disney began to explore the potential of television, a medium that was rapidly gaining popularity in American households. In 1954, the Disneyland Anthology television series was launched, which not only provided entertainment, but was also used to promote Walt's dream project, the creation of Disneyland. This series marked Disney's successful foray into the television industry and played a crucial role in marketing strategy for the theme park. During this period, Walt also focused on expanding his studio's capabilities. He invested in research and development, leading to innovations in animation, sound, and cinematography. The studio also expanded its staff, bringing in new talents and training them in the Disney way of animation and storytelling. Part 4. The Legacy of Disneyland and Beyond, 1955-1966 to The opening of Disneyland in Anaheim, California on July 17, 1955 marked the culmination of Walt Disney's innovative vision for a new kind of family entertainment. More than just a theme park, Disneyland was conceived as a magic kingdom, a place where adults and children alike could immerse themselves in the worlds of fantasy and adventure. Its creation was a testament to Walt's extraordinary imagination and his ability to turn ambitious dreams into reality. Disneyland's debut was nothing short of spectacular. Despite initial challenges, including a hectic opening day, the park quickly became a beloved destination, drawing millions of visitors from around the world. Each of Disneyland's themed uh, lands, Adventureland, Frontierland, Fantasyland, and Tomorrowland offered unique experiences and attractions blending storytelling, technology, and immersive environments in a way never seen before. In the years following Disneyland's opening, Walt Disney continued to innovate. He introduced groundbreaking technologies like audio animatronics, starting with the Enchanted Tiki Room in 1963 and later the iconic It's a Small World attraction in 1964 at the New York World's Fair. These robotic animation technologies added a new dimension to theme park experiences and showcased Disney's commitment to pushing the boundaries of creativity and engineering. Beyond Disneyland, Walt's creative genius led to new ventures and ideas. He ventured into more sophisticated live-action films, such as 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea in 1954 and Mary Poppins in 1964, the latter of which won five Academy Awards. Disney also expanded his television presence with shows like The Mickey Mouse Club and Zorro. In the early 1960s, Walt Disney began planning an even more ambitious project, the experimental prototype community of T Tomorrow, or Epcot. 
His vision was to create a living working community that would be a testbed for city planning and organization. Epcot was meant to be an ever-evolving community that would continuously incorporate the latest technology and innovation. Walt Disney's final years were marked by his continued pursuit of excellence and innovation. However, his health began to decline, and on December 15, 1966, he passed away from lung cancer. His death was a profound loss, felt not only in the United States, but around the world. Tributes poured in, honoring his vast contributions to entertainment, technology, and the very fabric of American culture. Even after his passing, Walt Disney's vision continued to shape the company. Disneyland expanded, and plans for Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, which include his concept for Epcot, moved forward, opening in 1971. His legacy lived on through the continued success and expansion of the Walt Disney Company, which evolved into a global entertainment conglomerate. And that brings us to the end of today's episode on Walt Disney, a man whose imagination and creativity transformed the entertainment industry and left a lasting mark on popular culture. He's also who died today, December 15th. If you're fascinated by his story and want to see images of what Walt Disney looked like or learn more about his extraordinary contributions, please follow our Instagram at who.died.today. Don't forget to rate us and review us wherever you listen to the podcast. Join us next time on Who Died Today as we continue to explore the lives of individuals whose visions and achievements have shaped our world. I'm your host, Peter. Thank you for joining us in commemorating the remarkable life and legacy of Walt Disney.